welcome to Lifting Leaders Podcast, where we're unleashing leader possibilities to make a better world. I'm Trisha Ryan, and together with Crystal Roberts, we're diving deeper into some of the complexities of the world's most critical challenges and exploring innovative ways of navigating through them. Through interviews with experts and leaders just like you, we are exploring what it takes to thrive as a leader today and examining new ways of thinking about how to creatively lead into a more equitable, socially responsible, and sustainable future. And the future starts now. Hey, Christo. Hi, Trisha. How are you doing today? I'm great today. This is a good day. It is a good day. We just celebrated our one-year anniversary for yes. the podcast, yes. and it, it's hard to believe, uh, in a way, that it's been a year because the time has gone by so fast, but it was a lot of work, too. It, so much fun. It was a lot of work, and it was a lot of really cool growth. I had so much fun this last year with you, and I can't wait to see where we're going to go this year. I mean, we've we've talked yeah. a lot about it, but you know, sometimes it always seems like a new idea when, even though we've gone through all the planning on the other end, right? Yep. So, okay, so I am excited today. We have a new guest with us, and um, I want to welcome our guest, Robert Chisholm, who is a wonderful photographer, artist. I will call you an artist, Robert. Um, he's going to be with us here today on our podcast. And let me just tell you a little bit about Robert. Robert Chisholm is a Washington State-based photographer. As an award-winning artist, his work has been featured in numerous media publications locally and nationwide. From gallery shows to public displays, his work has gained a reputation for its originality. With the bold use of color, attention to detail, and creative resolve, Robert has the unique ability to create iconic images that are sure to catch your eye. I know they've caught mine. Welcome, Robert. We want to we welcome you to our podcast. Um, we're so happy that you're here with us today. Thank you for having me. It's going to be a good day. Crystal, you have anything you want to add before we start questioning this man? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just really excited to have you here. I think it's such an interesting idea also uh, where your medium of art is visual. And we're going to be releasing this episode primarily as audio. And so people get an opportunity to sort of use their imagination a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then we hope that people will... Um, go to our show notes and check out the link that we have for being able to actually see your work because it is absolutely beautiful and definitely worth the little effort it will take to get to that website and see all those beautiful pictures that you take. Mm -hmm. So I encourage our listeners, once they've listened with their ears and imagined with their mind, to um, go and actually check the pictures out. Yeah, I will. I would say that that's a good exercise for people. You know, yeah. we some people are very auditory, some people are very visual, and and it is a task sometimes for them to be able to cross the paths, right, or connect yep. the dots. So this is a, a a good exercise for them. And boy, let me just tell you, it's going to be so worth it. Yeah, absolutely. so worth it. So Robert, we are going to ask you some questions. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, good. So our first question, and it's the first question we ask every guest, and that is, tell us your story. Okay. So as it pertains to photography, um, I started about, well, let's see, 2014 is when I really started, you know, 
trying to see what I could do with photography. Um, but it's everything to do with photography, but not at the same time. Mm. Um, mm. So in 2014, I reconnected with a high school sweetheart. Uh-huh. And we uh, got together and she had told me that she travels a lot and she likes to get out and see things and go places. And I was more of a homebody. And I said I was up for the challenge. And so we started going out and, you know, traveling, going to different places. And um, I had my camera for my phone and I was doing a few pictures. And she says, man, I think you have a good eye. Like, you know, you might want to see, you know, about getting a camera or something. I was like, oh, no, it's okay. So she surprised me and got me a really nice uh, Canon camera. Oh, wow. (laughs) Nice. So um, I was intimidated by it. So I didn't use it right away when we'd go out. And she goes, hey, I got you that nice camera. Like, <laughs> you can start using it. Yeah, a little accountability there. <laughs> right? Yep. So I was like, okay. So I, I learned uh, a, little, a little bit here and there and started getting a little better. And then she's like, hey, I, I think you really do have a good eye. But I was just thinking, you know, she was just, just saying that to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I kept going with it. And um, just over time, things, you know, started to, like, accumulate like you know I did a little like little art walks and things like that mm-hmm. and uh, little by little just gained traction and uh, now it just became something we did together you mm-hmm. know and uh, it it's all stemmed from that connection when we got together and, and where she you know exposed me to different things I I never went out and saw beautiful I was in my backyard here and so many yeah. places to go so beautiful um, so that that's kind of where everything started mm-hmm. um, and then now I just I guess it's just something I do, like, it's just part of me. Mm. Um, when we go places, we still travel, um, and then the camera comes, and there we go. <laughs> wow. Well, they're stunning. The pictures are absolutely gorgeous, and I think one of the things that was interesting was I recognize be- many of the places that you've taken pictures, oh. and it's so interesting to see, because you're you're local, um, but uh, to see it through the eyes of your camera Mm -hmm. like um i was particularly struck by the uh, which is the called living tree is that right the living the tree of life i think yes oh my gosh and that was just so gorgeous with the um i'm not sure if it was a sun coming up but there was light yeah the sunrise it was just so gorgeous and i thought it's so such a gift Mm -hmm. to be to see the pictures in this way. Like, it's such a gift that you're giving us to be able to see things that we may have seen before, but it, like, makes us take a second look uh, because they're so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. They really, really are. I I think I even sent you a a response on one of your posts. You had a picture. You had a picture of um, a lighthouse that you have actually a series of pictures on that lighthouse, I believe. and. There was something about the quality of the the lighting or the quality of the picture, the angle that you took it. I just I looked at that and my heart just kind of filled up. I thought I I have a story that goes with that, and I really didn't. But I was just thinking there has to be a story that goes with that because it was so beautiful and kind of an inspiring moment. I just ah, oh, it's. You really are a wonderful photographer. I know, that listeners, you've got to see this guy's <laughs> stuff. It's really good. But, I mean, it's it's not always, I don't always feel that way, you know, when I look at pictures. And so, this is, it's like a wake-up call. It's really nice. So, thanks yeah, for that. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you. So, 
This question is really aligned around what we care deeply about in this podcast, which is really about making the world a better place. And so uh, our question is, the effects of global warming are changing our Earth so quickly, as it's evidenced by this past winter's devastating weather. How does this inform the places you go and the pictures you take? As far as, like you said, the global warming and everything, you can see it, things that, that are going on. But up here in the Pacific Northwest, um, where the things that, like, just visually that that you see were, like, I'd say, like, taking photography of uh, Mount Rainier, mm-hmm. which you're just like, wow, like, the snow or something. Like, it's not a, a necessarily an attractive picture or something. And, yeah. you know, that's that's a small thing. Like, you just think of it like, okay, it's not a good picture. But then you think of it as what's going on, you know, in the environment and everything. Um, and in places where it does, because I don't travel all around the world yet. I hope to do that one day. But um, I just look at it as far as bringing awareness to to the fact that things are changing mm-hmm. and you know through photography maybe take it for granted like you say wow look at what it used to be like i'm sure there's pictures that you can see and you're like wow look what it used to be like and look what it look what's going on now um some of the like the rivers or things that have dried up or stuff that's going on and you can see like through photography it could help show like the effects yeah um but for me personally, um, I haven't went around places that have really, I guess you'd say, take or taken pictures of things that have really uh, had effect on them, you know. So I just mm-hmm. hope that we, the awareness is a lot more now, like communications, people can see and they can get the word out and the, the message out to people to see that this thing, it is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting because you think about you know, like you said, look at an old picture and you might see a completely different picture, right? And then we look at yours and they're beautiful. But then I start thinking, what if? You know, what if we don't change the way we do things? What if we don't turn around? We're not going to have this in the future. And, and you know, you're going to become like world famous because you put in a picture. It's yeah, And that's like, not what? even for a good reason, right? I yeah, mean, it's like, like that's not yeah, yeah. And I just think there's just so much that, especially here to your point you know we're in the pacific northwest where just about everything you look at is beautiful right yes it's not always going to be that way if we don't do something about it i i appreciate the fact that you're capturing it now yeah it's a it's a piece of history mm-hmm. um sadly that yeah. that some of these things won't won't they be won't around be. in fact we're going to glacier national park this summer mm. and i was looking at the the national park website and one of the questions that people have is when will the glaciers be gone Mm -hmm. and i thought oh my god i mean that that's actually one of the main faqs listed on the website that's what people are wanting to know when will they be gone and i thought what a sad thing but it's just part of the reality that people are thinking about yeah and having pictures at least to show Mm -hmm. what was it like you know what is it now what's the difference so important yeah, I was there last what ten years ago, yeah. and it was al- they were already starting to recede, and it yeah. was, and I'm sure that they had been receding for a long time. But when I saw it, it was ten years after the time I'd seen it before, and it was dramatically different. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's important to to make sure that we capture that for history, you know, so yeah. that people know what could be or what could have been, right? Been. Yeah. 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 So if you had to choose just one place. 
or one image that you'd return to and photograph from all angles, what would that mm. be and why? <laughs> There's so much beauty and it's, it is hard to say over the time that I've been doing photography, like just so many cool places. But my favorite place, I've captured it from many angles, but I still want to go take more is Cannon Beach. Oh, it's I one of my favorite places, yeah. That that place is like a reset for me. And mm. uh, when I go there, I just, it does something. I don't can't put actual words to it, but the times that I stay there and I come back, it's, just, it's like a reset. It does mm. something. So when I do go there, I always try to get a different angle or find a new way to capture it, uh, whether it's like reflections or farther back. Maybe I hadn't done something from a different angle, like way far away. Or That's a place I look forward to going to this year again mm -hmm. and, and trying something new. Yeah, I, I think a couple of things when you say that. We were just having a conversation about how nature restores. You oh, know, 100%. Yeah, going even just a step into the backyard and I love the fact that you're taking pictures in, in the area where we live, mm -hmm. places that we can actually drive to, like Cannon Beach. And so it's so accessible. You know, we can, we can get there in a weekend and restore. Uh, it doesn't take, you know, to have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. You know, you can find a decent hotel down there for relatively inexpensive and walk the beach and enjoy it. And the other thing I was thinking, there's a lot of conversation going on right now about actually the meditative quality of taking pictures. Mm. And there's like a whole like study on that now. And I thought, yeah, Has, you find that for yourself? Yes, I do. And and it's uh, um, like just over the, the time that I've been doing photography and, and um, there's a level of appreciation um, that I have for nature um, yeah. that just just beyond taking a picture and going, okay, you know, what does it do? But for me, I'm like, it's like something um, I'm feeling too. Like I'm going out there and I'm seeing this and I said, man, I want to embrace this feeling and, mm. and, and bring some of that maybe back with me. Um, and it's exciting and, and new. And I just felt like, okay, if I can somehow capture this, the colors or the vibe or however I feel, yeah, um, it, it's like a little piece of magic <laughs> that I got. Yeah. To keep. yeah. Um, and uh at the same time, I sometimes I just put the camera down just for a while. Mm. Just I just go and feel the grounded and mm. get a, a vibe of what's going on at the time, and then I'll take a picture. I'm mm. trying to rush it or you know just hurry up and get something. So a lot of the photography you'll see there was just a so level of appreciation for for everything around me. Mm. That's wonderful. That's a, such a great tip there. I think too to put the camera down for a minute, mm -hmm. take in what you're seeing, and then take the picture. Mm -hmm. Yes. I feel like, for myself, I'm always running around with the camera, like, trying to get the picture. Yeah. But to stop and actually just sort of be in touch with where you're at mm -hmm. and then take the picture. I love that. I'm going to try that. Well, it's like intentional, yeah. too. I mean, yeah. you're, you're getting centered and yes, you're getting exactly. right with yourself before you take that picture. So you're going to take it with probably the best of intentions that are going to yes. come out of that, right? You're, you're yes. going in with it with a 
with a fresh eye because you're not clouded by all the things that have been going through your head. And, you know, I'm, we all have that, right? We all have those little saboteurs going on up there going, oh, I got to get this done. I got to go, you know, that's great. It's like really good that people might be able to pick that up as more of, more of a meditative moment, you know, or something uh-huh. they could do. You know, some people draw, <laughs> you know, they do great at drawing and they're not photographers and they can capture something, but not until they stop for a minute and just kind of recenter themselves. So I think this is a this is a really great way to get people to calm down and slow down and stop yes, for a minute right? and be present. That be present. Be, be present. Yeah. And that that didn't happen like overnight for me. Like mm-hmm. you know, just going out in the beginning was just like you said, running around snapping pictures, you know, <laughs> looking at the beauty, and then you think back, you're like, man, I kind of missed everything, and you hope you captured something, but to take it in personally. And to align yourself with the with the moment, to be present, and take just to take a deep breath, look around, and then see look through the lens. You feel something, and, and then that's mm. when that's when I take the picture. Mm. And uh, I, I do that now. That's part of what I do. But before it just like you said, I was just excited to have a camera and just go out and you know snap a bunch yeah. of pictures. It's like you evolved with it, or you grew yeah. up into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So our next question is, we believe that we need every voice to take on challenges, whether they are related to social justice, the environment, and the shifting tide in how and where people work. How do you use your talent and art to inspire change? Well, I'd say through everything of uh, since I started photography, um, looking back now, it's been more of an awareness that's helped people probably come I guess like our communications or what I've dealt with through people is um, they'll usually come and ask questions and either let me know that they've been inspired by what I've been doing to do something bigger or better. But the main thing was just, I think, bringing an awareness to that creativity, artistry, um, things like that do matter. They do bring change. Just it's not as much, I guess you'd say, it's a challenging aspect of it guess what it does for people there's something else there i don't know to have the exact words for that but um it does help it does do things before i got into photography you know i I did do art pencil art Mm. and um, i did some um, classes and things like that for for children and like learning and i think that like kind of thing is really important Mm -hmm. can bring about change so i hopefully with this photography i hope to um do some things where maybe I could have like a training course or do something like that Mm. with the youth at some point. Yeah, that's a great idea. You know, when you're you're saying that through art, you know, you can change the world through art, basically, right? And you can, because when I think about um, my brain, my brain really gravitates towards more artistic things, and it does towards all of the, you know, statistical stuff, although I can do it, I just don't, I don't choose to do it that often, right? Um, but it's true when I need to be an inspiration for something that's going to move my heart because that's what makes me tick. You know, it's like I am probably going to change more when something moves my heart than I am when something moves my head. Yeah. You know, because my heart tells me where my values are. That's where my values and things are, you right. know. So when you when you said that, I was thinking, yeah, it's, it's absolutely true for everybody I know anyway. We all kind of follow our hearts over our heads most of the time. It doesn't mean we make bad decisions, though. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe this, we do. This, this, um, 
last few years, you know, there has been a lot of challenges, a lot of things, a lot of stuff going on. Um, and I'll say that photography or being an artist or being creative and, and truly um, being focused on your passion and, and cutting through all the things that have been going on and to come out of this for the good and just say, hey, this is what I do. You know, I appreciate it. I love what I do. Um, I want people to feel that when they come to see what I do, that, that they understand that. But it's hard not to to get into other things, you know, because there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I tried to keep that aspect separate so that people knew there was a clear intention. Like, I just love photography. Yeah. I hope that people enjoy what I do and I enjoy it. But all the other things that are going, there's a lot. There's a lot happening. And uh, just to try to stay in that zone and, and be creative and uh, be positive um, that was challenging. Mm, I bet it was. Absolutely, yeah. And keep, it's that that grounding, the meditative that we were just talking about, you know, mm-hmm. and just looking at a picture that you produce, it brings joy to people, mm-hmm. and we need those moments of joy. Just from that sort of basic level, I think it helps change the world because it brings that that happiness, that joy, that connection to your heart, as mm-hmm. you were talking about, Tricia. Yeah. yeah. It just calms you down. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, we all have so much going on inside when we're dealing with all of this madness that we've been dealing with for the last few years, right? I mean, and yes. people can get overwhelmed by that. I'm absolutely, like you were saying, just totally almost out of control because they don't have anything to distract them or they don't have anything to bring them back down to the ground, right? And... You don't want to be on the ground dealing with the negative. At some point, you need to be able to release that. And I think that's what this does. This enables you to just say, let this go for a minute. You know, this is what I'm, this is beautiful, you know. And I think once you say that or once you say it in your mind, you've stopped thinking about the other for a while. Yes. You know, automatically have to, right? Right. Have to. And that, that, like I said, the reset value, all those things that, it's almost like I, I had to tell myself, like, it's okay mm. to to feel love. It's okay yeah. to yeah. calm. It's all right to come out here and, and be part of this um, the photography thing and have passion for it and and produce something that you know was that you care about um, and and do it. And it's okay to put it out and and let people know that. It's, yeah. You know, like it's. But I had to like remind myself, like, it's all right to do that. Like, you know, through all the other stuff that was going on, because it's like you. You almost felt bad for, you know, not attending to some of the other crises and things that were going on. And, of course, I took time for those. But then at some point, I had to be about this thing. Yes. And uh, it it wasn't just about me. It was about everything else. You know, like I just said, okay, let's be positive. Let's let's do something good and and just be focused on that at the time. And and so it it has it's been great but it's it's weird it's like like challenging to just do something you love and just be focused on that Hmm. well when you think about it you you're you're saying that but the whole time you're saying that i'm on the other side of that coin thinking i'm really grateful that you did do that Mm -hmm. because quite frankly that helps people who are in trouble or who are like on an edge of something leave that for a while so you you matter you really matter you know so don't forget that (laughs) i also for me it's joyful to see somebody 
I get joy mm. out of seeing somebody who's truly passionate about something. Yes. It can be anything. Yes. Um, and mm. when you're truly passionate about something, like we can, you can see it in your pictures that you're passionate about that. It just, it resonates for other people as well. And it gives them permission to, to do what they're passionate about. Mm -hmm. So I think it, and it does take courage. I think it takes a lot of courage. I was thinking about, you have a show and I know we're going to talk about that um, in a minute, but you're, you're putting your, and you've done that before. It's not the first time, but where you, you know, when you put them on your website, you know, you open yourself up. This is something you care about and you open yourself up uh, to criticism or, you know, somebody's, judgment of your piece of art and your heart essentially that's out there hanging on that wall um or on that website so how i'm gonna i'm going off script trisha knows i go off script <laughs> every <laughs> week <laughs> how do you find that courage how do you find the courage to to share it i mean that's one thing to go out and to you know take the pictures and do it for yourself for your own enjoyment and your own reset as you said but you have taken it that next step and shared it with us. And we're so grateful for that. But how do you do that? How do you have the courage? At first, um, I just did what I did. And, and then, um, like you said, I, I started putting it out more. And during that time, um, I was lucky. I, I got, there was a lot of acceptance. Like people were like, yeah, that's really good. Or got a lot of compliments. And then that was great, and then it went a little bit bigger. Where our, the local like news and media, they were they were very uh, supportive, and they would put it out. Mm. So I went to a bigger audience, and then that's where you know the criticism and you know people have a lot to say. Yeah. And that that at first was shocking. I was like, wow, like this really get people upset. Like, there's other things you could be upset about. Like you. Yeah. About, <laughs> exactly. You know, like, <laughs> world like, peace and all yeah. that stuff right yeah, I'm like, wow, this is where you're coming to like you know, let everything out but um then i realized i go you know what people is, is either gonna like it or not yeah. they're gonna have something to say but it's not for me to get in jump in there and argue with them if you know if that is something they feel then so be it um so the courage part of it um just came from me knowing or feeling like i was doing what i needed to do and after that, I, you know, I put what I needed to put into it. I'm still learning. I'm doing things, but it's still, I just put what I needed to put into it. And then from there, if if people have you know bad feeling towards it, you know, I'll let them know. And a lot of times I educate. Like there's a lot mm -hmm. of times where I do go out and I travel with my wife, and we, we go places, and it's real, and I capture things. I don't Photoshop. I do add color, you know, or change the brightness or stuff like that to help with the picture but i don't like photoshop a actual like a mountain into something <laughs> um so a lot of people will like hey that's that's not real you know you didn't yeah. do that and and instead of me arguing i say hey this is where i took the picture i try to educate them a little bit and then from there if they if it is what it is uh i just let it go yeah i don't have time <laughs> well know, especially all the people that yeah. are excited about it and to come yeah. to me and let me know they appreciate it that's right I, that's the energy that i'm trying to you know get into that yeah so. well and i read something not too long ago um that that was you know what you think of me is none of my business mm. so somebody can reach out 
and they can say whatever they want and it's really not my business because it's all in them you know it's like their yes. their thoughts their issues not yours you know so seriously it's like well thanks <laughs> you know <laughs> thanks for sharing what i don't even need to know <laughs> right it, it's, it's crazy sometimes the, like how angry like i had there was a picture of the some tulips i had taken and Someone had gotten so angry about the people coming down there to take pictures of them, and it, it was ruining, you know, the area of the, I guess, all the people that come down and they don't like it. And but other people were like, hey, it helps the economy. Yeah. There was like this thing, but they were they were angry, <laughs> and I said, mm. wow, the tulips, you know, are getting to you like that. You know, there's some other stuff going on. So, um, and I I have compassion for you know, there's a lot. Like I said, there was a lot of stuff going on mm -hmm. the last few years some people that might be their outlet wherever they needed to get out but i try not to get involved to the point to where it, i'm causing a problem yeah i just try to educate and then after that i have to you know move on yeah yep so and keep important. keep doing what you're passionate about yeah yep yep so we're we have a few more questions for you but this one we always ask our our guests as well and it's important to us to know this because we want our listeners to know um, what's coming up for you that you're excited about right well I have the the show that you were just talking about I'm getting prepared for um, so do you want to you want to give them the dates and and the location um, so it's gonna be the, the oh you got everything <laughs> oh is it coming up sorry <laughs> no you go for it yeah um, so the the first the first week of uh, April um, I'm going to start to prepare for the the Craft 19 uh, show, and then um, we'll have a like an opening an opening night where I'll have uh, prints and things like that available, um, and I'll be there, you know, to kind of greet everybody and do that kind of thing. You know, I've had a couple shows there, but I'm really excited about this one because it's it's been a little while. Like some new stuff that I've done, got some new prints and canvas and metals and um, prints, new uh, paper prints uh, made. And so I'm just excited to get out and, and meet and greet people. Mm. Well, we're, we're going to be there, so <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's on um, April 14th, right? Yes. Yeah, at Craft 19 on Main Street in Sumner. Yeah. It's going to be come, wonderful. Come meet our guest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I've, I've been, the local businesses um, have been really supportive of me. A lot of the, the cities, um, Came, like just all along they've been supportive and I appreciate like you know Sumner Auburn the local businesses there uh, Tacoma um, this a lot of the shops and stores like they'll have you know displays for me allow me to sell my work mm. in there uh, Tacoma Java mm. um, they the Bonnie Lake um, store and the Tacoma they both support my work so they're just it's just been great you know <laughs> get well. that support you're you're helping the economy, right? Because what you do, you've got these gorgeous pictures that brings people in. They look yeah. at it, they buy stuff, right? But it's great for the economy. So look what you're doing for the community. You know, you're really making a difference. That's awesome. That's cool. I love it. Yeah. So we also have these hope questions, as we've talked about in other other episodes. Our hope questions. Hope is our focus this year, and. 
it should always be a focus, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we have a particular focus on that, and we're doing a bit of a research project. And we're so we're asking all of our guests, as well as we're asking others as well, what brings you hope in the world today? Man, that's a good one. <laughs> um, through everything, I would say, I guess a, awareness brings me hope. Like people, uh, I know that there's a lot of things like conflicting and stuff going on and maybe people don't agree with stuff but just the level of awareness that we're able to talk about it and the transparency of things to an extent um gives me hope that you know like true science things that really make you know like a statement saying hey, this is this is the truth um at some point can be um revealed to to where we can make good decisions so those that's i guess you say the awareness sometimes too much uh, I don't know if you call it awareness or just too much things that everyone can get their hands on and see too much, not like too much stuff going on where they can't decipher um, what makes what's what makes sense or the best thing to uh, to attend to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think though, for some reason, that uh, the transparency of things just it, it can get to a point where we can make really good informed decisions. Mm. Yeah. yeah, do better for ourselves. That's, yeah. that's what brings me hope. Yeah, I love that. And then our follow-up is, what sustains your hope? I guess through friends and family, mm. um, the, just having those conversations, the deeper, closer conversations that, that you can talk about and, and, and learn from and then you know, bring in some of the things that maybe you've heard about and you're like, hey, what do you think about this? And then you learn, you're like, man, that, like, I wasn't the only one thinking that or feeling that way through the friends and family, closer friends and family. Like, you're like, okay, you kind of, you, you feel like things are making sense or mm. feeling better about something. Yeah. That's how kind of just that re- doing that constantly c- keeps me like feeling like, okay, the sustaining my hope is yeah. things are getting better. Or, yeah. The yeah, good things in life. Yeah. Well, your family's not, you know, your family's there with you through thick and thin most of the time. Right. And so mm-hmm. I could see that being a really huge factor, you know, in, in sustaining your hope is that, when things are not looking as bright, you know, those are, those are the people you can lean on. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And there was a lot of that the last few years, <laughs> more yeah. than I've, I've probably yeah. done in a long time. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, like, you're, Hey, do you feel this way about it? Like, so you find out someone had the total opposite, like thought about it and you're like, wow, maybe I didn't think of it that way. Mm. And, um, but just this thought I'd say just coming out of, I know I go back to this, but coming out of the last few years, so much. Um, and I'm so grateful to have the creative outlet and support from everyone to allow me to do this um, and give me hope like, hey, things matter and, and doing something positive and just makes people like feel good or, or what, whatever that is, mm-hmm. um, that it matters, that, you know, gives me hope that, hey, maybe I could, you know, have some something to do this for a while. Oh, I hope you're going to be doing this for a really long while. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. So, oh, this is one of those feel-good days. I really love it. Yeah. I'm so glad that you came on our show today. This is like, it's, it's like you filled my heart yeah. 
You know, you made me want to go on your website in like as soon as this is over <laughs> so I can go drink in the pictures again because I keep looking at them. They're really beautiful. You, you should go on your website sometime. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> but we do want to thank you so much for joining us today, Robert. Um, you have such an amazing, keen eye that I don't think I've seen a photographer's work um, inspire me as much as this has. And so... It's, and the nice thing is that you're young enough to get to do this for as long as you want to do it, right? As long as it, it feeds your heart. So I'm, I'm just feeling so blessed that we had you here. And I'm glad, I'm so glad that you are here in the Pacific Northwest where we get to enjoy things that go on in our own backyard from maybe a little different angle. Yeah. And I loved the fact that we got to talk a little bit about taking a pause, yes. which we know is really important. but doing it in a little bit different way. So um, maybe thinking, inspiring people to go out there and take a few pictures of their own, but take that pause first before they actually take the picture. Yeah, be present, take it in. Um, And the thing, I just say thank you, you know, so much for for having me on, you know, supporting my work. Uh, I really appreciate that because, like you said, like sometimes you just do, you do what you do and then, and later on you find out, you know, like some people appreciate it or mm. they, they would like to support, you know, and that, that just makes you feel like, okay, you know, maybe I'm going to be able to continue to do this mm. for a while. Oh yeah. And we hope you will. And I hope that our listeners are going to look at our show notes because we're going to put the date and the location for your show. Um, that's yeah. going to be coming up on April 14th at Craft 19 in Sumner. We're also going to put a link to your website so people can get to it easily. Oh, and um, if there's anything else you want us to to give them, we <laughs> will do that as well. So, yeah. um, But we want to thank you for being on. And um, we, we hope, we really hope that maybe later in the year we might be able to have another revisit mm-hmm. and see how things are going. Yeah. You yes. know, that would be awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Crystal, any parting words for today? I just I want to encourage people to come to come out yeah. on April fourteenth. And as I was talking about taking a pause, um, they can take a pause, sit down, have a cup of coffee, um, have a great crepe. Actually, yes. we're giving a little shout out here to Craft Nineteen. <laughs> we love them too. <laughs> it's a fun little trip down to Sumner, mm-hmm. and uh, if you're in the local area, come. Come meet Robert, and and we'll be there for a little bit too. Um, so that'd be fun to. We always love to connect with our listeners. So I encourage you to come. And again, thanks for for taking the time to be on our podcast. We appreciate it. Thank you. Wow, that was that was like elixir for the heart today. I really enjoyed talking to Robert. He yeah. Was- it was so fun to get to know him. It was funny that he was telling us that he was an introvert. And I think he did such a great job in the interview. Who would know, right? So I really loved connecting with him around the pause mm-hmm. and how important that is in our life and how that you can use photography for that. Um, and I think also using the pause, right? We've used that um, beautiful pictures as a pause, too. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought he was fascinating. You know, he said some things, though, in, you know, off mic that I think our listeners should know about because, you know, he's he is not just a local um, photographer. He has um, a contract with or has had a contract with um, the Space Needle yep. in Seattle. And they, they contract 
a, a pretty huge deal with him every year. And as a result of his photographs being seen at not only there, but um, people buying them there, uh, he, got, he got commissioned to do a photograph as a gratitude gift for the country of Japan. I mean, he is... He is definitely an internationally known person, and I, I am so glad we got a chance to, you know, really talk to him and, and hear his story a little bit today. And I know we just got the tip of the iceberg. I'm hoping when we get to Craft 19 on the 14th of April that we're going to be able to learn even more about him. Yeah, clearly he's a humble person. Oh, very. Hum- <laughs> oh, no kidding. Well, huh? love that. Love that about him. And at the same time, I think, uh, yeah, I'm glad that we let our listeners know about um, at least some of the the work that he did. And he was also talking to us about lots of different places that his work is, can be seen in cities. Mm-hmm. He's got a strong connection to cities, both here in Washington and in Oregon. And so I thought that was really cool. So we'll tell his story a little bit, even though he wasn't, he wasn't going to brag in, in the episode. We'll no. brag for him. Yeah. Yeah. So what fun. Thanks for bringing him to us, Tricia. Pleasure. Yeah. And let's keep that conversation going. If you have questions or comments about the show, you can find us on all our social media channels at lifting underscore leaders. There's so many exceptional podcasts coming up more with fantastic guests. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. If you know someone who would find this episode inspiring, share it with them, text them, email them, or take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram and tag us at lifting underscore leaders. If you'd like to know more about us, our guests, or the show, please go to our website at liftingleaderspodcast.com. You'll find show notes there as well. If you're looking for help in developing your leaders or would like a growth opportunity yourself through leader coaching, please contact us through our website at www.liftingleaderspodcast.com. Thank you to Ari Chance Roberts for his technical support of our show. <laughs> Boy, no kidding. <laughs> We're huh? laughing a little bit because right before this episode, we had some technical difficulties and we had to call and say help and, and he helped us and we were back on the road. So thanks, Chance. And um, lastly, please subscribe to our podcast. It's free. Have a fantastic week. Take care. Bye. Bye.